Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the table. Thank you for listening. This is the Come to the Table podcast with Adam, and I am your host, Adam Franzen. I want to thank everybody once again who's been listening the last few weeks, heard from a few of you, and gotten some feedback from you. And it's just been really, really cool to to learn that people have been getting something out of this podcast. So I just want to thank you all who have been listening. Um, but before I move on, I want to just say happy Mother's Day to everybody. I'm recording this on Saturday night, but but uh, we'll be making it public on Sunday. So I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. Uh, today's episode is our fourth episode of our Axe series. And today's episode is called Be Quiet, be confident. Um, today's episode, we're going to feature a lot of stuff. I'm going to talk about um, a lot of stuff from my life and my retreat experience. I want to talk about sports. Yes, sports. We don't have live sports, but I'm going to talk about some things with sports. Um, and of course, we're going to be talking about God and our relationship with God. Over the last few weeks, we've really been spending a lot of time looking both inward at how to better understand ourselves and our own relationship with God, but also how to help other people develop a similar relationship. And I was doing some reflecting this week, and I think during this Acts series, I've really been focusing on one goal, how to go forth and be kind of an apostle in a way in the in the world today. And I think the best way to do that is by achieving one goal, and that is to better understand and know God. But I think it's important to recognize that there are many different ways each of us arrives at achieving that goal. Um, one step in reaching that goal requires a deep, personal, realistic self-reflection. To better know the Lord, we must first know ourselves, our strengths, our weaknesses, our faults, our shortcomings, and our talents. And as I said, everybody is on a different path when they achieve the goal of knowing God better. In my retreat group, um, I'm sorry, my my prayer group, if you were listening earlier in this podcast, I would have mentioned that I met my prayer group on Christ Renews His Parish Retreat. And if you want to know more about that, go back to my earlier podcast, and, and um, I have a little bit more of a descriptor of, of what that is. But we always talked about when we were recruiting people for new retreats, we were talking about making sure we recognize that everybody is on a different path in their understanding of God and their relationship with God. Some people we were recruiting didn't have a relationship at all. And when you talk about bringing people into that discussion, you just have to recognize that everybody's in a different spot. You have to approach that conversation in a loving, charitable way. And I think you're going to have better success when reaching out to other people. But, but the goal was still the same, trying for yourself to better understand and know God so that you can live a life of eternity and, and full of happiness. Um, one of the ways I want to focus today is, is on sports. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I know that's crazy because we don't <laughs> – everybody's got different opinions about sports. But for me, I've just been a huge sports fan my whole life. Basketball in particular was a sport that I loved – and it's probably because it was the sport I was best at. I, I learned 
to virtually love all sports because I just think that I found, um, I just found it fun to compete and be competitive. And then what I learned is that I loved watching other people and I admired other people who were better at me in areas that I wasn't really that great. Um, I grew up, of course, as a player, a basketball player. I played baseball for a little while, but I was mostly a basketball player. I then became a coach and ultimately I became an athletic director for a couple of years. And, and, but now I'm, I'm just a huge fan of sports. I think sports can teach us an awful lot. Um, some of the things that come to my mind, lessons that I feel like I've learned through sports, um, one is, is just how to be passionate. You know, if you're not passionate enough about what it is you're doing, you're not going to be able to achieve that ultimate goal. Um, I learned how to have the right attitude when working with others, developing team qualities as opposed to just individual qualities. I learned how to set goals for myself to improve. I learned that that practice is so important when trying to improve a specific skill set. I learned that that preparing when preparing for upcoming competitions, it was important to learn about who your opponents were and what their flaws were, what their strengths were, so that you knew how to best compete against them. I learned how to persevere through the hard losses and hard times that that would come throughout a given season. And ultimately, just exercising and being good health was important for my physical, mental, and even my spiritual health. Don't get me wrong, sports aren't flawless. There can certainly be negatives that can steer people in the wrong direction. We've seen some negatives with sports. I'm sure many of you listening have had examples of where you've seen people acting very irrational when it comes to sports, uh, even hateful and spiteful and angry about sports. And, and there's a lot of that out there, but I think there's also a lot of good that comes from sports, um, certainly with the right guidance. I think with the right guidance, almost any individual can learn about themselves and others while participating or even just just watching sports in a community-like atmosphere. I think I want to draw some comparisons between my relationship with sports and my relationship with God. So first, let's talk about my relationship with God. Um, What I needed to get to know God better to improve my life I found that self-reflection was very important. Early in my relationship or understanding with God, and I'm talking back in middle and high school, I think I took a very relative approach to my relationship. I looked at God as an invisible friend who was there to hang out with me and just chill with me whenever I called upon him to hang out with me. And I, I sort of approached it that that everybody else could have their own similar relationship with God and make up their own sort of invisible God friend and chill with God however they wanted. But my view of God really changed on my senior retreat. My understanding of the power of God changed. So I can't remember if I've talked about my senior retreat in detail, but but where I'm from in Northern Kentucky, um, our diocese is a part of the Diocese of Covington, or our parish is a part of the Diocese of Covington, and so was our school. And each senior in 
a high school within the Diocese of Covington must go on a retreat. And at that time, when I was a senior, it was called Christian Awakening. And you must, and, and everybody went on this retreat that weekend in order to better, um, you know, learn about themselves before they went on and, and graduated. And for my senior retreat, and, and just so you know, our senior retreat, sorry, kind of distracting myself here. Our senior retreat was held at St. Anne's Convent in um, uh, Northern Kentucky. Uh, obviously famous for a scene from Rain Man, the movie. But it's just a wonderful spiritual place. I get goosebumps every time I go back there today. But what my senior retreat showed me was that while I thought the way others were living their life. Um, well, I thought I basically just kind of let everybody live the life the way they wanted to live before and just be chill about everything. I found myself thinking that, that everybody could just do their own thing as long as they're happy. But what I realized on senior retreat was that I found that people were experiencing real pain in their lives that I didn't see when I was just interacting them in a normal capacity and that the way they overcame that pain was not by doing it themselves they realized they needed a supreme higher power to help them and that was god god was more than just a friend to these people that i was learning from the volunteers on that weekend the retreat workers the stories i was hearing from them as well as my fellow students you know, I was hearing about death, suicide, fear, anger, and I learned that it was God and their relationship with God that helped provide them strength, perseverance, and healing. So yes, God was acting as a friend, but in a much more powerful way than I had ever witnessed in my own life. So after this retreat, I really took some time to reflect on my own life. To this point, I had been very blessed. I never really had experienced pain or anger um, in my own life to this extent. Um, I had a really kind of calm life. Now, I had witnessed others really go through a lot of pain, but I myself had not had that experience yet. So after this weekend, I really took some time to self-reflect. I started asking more overarching questions. What is it that I'm doing in my life? What in my life has meaning? What does life mean itself? How can I work on my own relationship with God? How can I help others with their relationship with God? You know, there's a sense of openness and trustworthiness that really occurs on a retreat weekend. And, and that feeling cannot be duplicated in normal societal interactions. And for me, after I experienced that weekend on my senior retreat, I knew that I wanted to keep that feeling alive in my heart. Now, don't get me wrong, I have certainly fallen from time to time, but I have gone back to try to grab that feeling again. It felt that good to be a part of something like that. And I wanted to bring that feeling into more aspects of my life. And so after that retreat weekend, my senior year of high school, 
I realized that some of my own flaws were number one, that I really lacked confidence in myself. You know, this is not something that people on the outside looking in would have recognized because I, I faked it an awful lot. You see, I, I acted like I had confidence, but really I had a lot of insecurities of my own. You know, I was a bit of a class clown, always trying to get a rise out of other people, um, making them laugh. That's where I felt secure. When people were laughing, I thought, you know, okay, I'm the funny guy. But but really, I think it was because of my own insecurities. I would even go as far as, as making fun of other people. I hope my friend Steve is listening because, boy, I was I was quite mean at his expense. Not necessarily just in high school, but even a little bit after high school, I was, I was really quite mean to him. And I did this, I thought it was funny, but, but really it was quite mean and self-reflection made me realize I was really, I was really treating a really good friend of mine in a bad way. And thankfully he's a very forgiving person and was even in my wedding years later. So all swell that ends well. But, but I was really lacking confidence in myself, in my own talents, and in my future. I didn't know what it was I wanted to do. I knew I wanted a family, but I didn't know how I wanted to reach that goal. Going on this senior retreat really helped me realize that I needed to develop a relationship with God so that I could, could figure out the next steps I needed to do to achieve the goal of raising a family. And I wanted to help others along the way as well. So I volunteered to work through senior retreats for the next few years. And (laughs) wouldn't you know it, some girl was asked to volunteer on the retreat as well. And I got to know this girl. And yes, that woman happened to wind up being my future wife. Now it's a much longer story, but nonetheless, God put us two together volunteering for this retreat to get to know one another. And we, wound up getting married. God drew me in and he introduced me to my future spouse. So I submitted to God. I volunteered for these retreats and he blessed me with the family that I now have. But but before this, once again, I, I just lacked confidence in many ways. And in some ways I still do. A lot of times I fake it just to kind of move myself through life. But what I've realized over time is that sticking to the fundamentals is a great way to stay focused and move forward in life and in your relationship with God. So what are those fundamentals? Well, let's go back to what sports can teach us about our relationship with God. You've heard me use some terms in my story already that sound similar to what maybe a coach would say to his or her players, talking about fundamentals, perseverance, Practice. Practice? We talking about practice? Yes, we're talking about practice. Earlier in this, I said that sports can teach us how to be passionate. Well, God can teach us how to find our own passion in life. For me, that was sharing my love for God with others. That has become a passion for me. Sports can teach us how to have the right attitude in any given situation, whether it's a a good situation or a bad situation. Well, God teaches us to trust in Him, and all things will take care of themselves. So the attitude is trust. 
in God. Sports teach us how to set goals so that we can achieve uh, a more success in, in, in the sport that it is we're playing. Well, for God, we must do the same in our relationships. Set goals. How often are you speaking with God? How often are you praying? How often are you reading in the Bible? How often are you going to Mass? What kind of goals are you setting for yourself in your relationship with God? You're not going to improve that relationship if you're not practicing it. Sports can teach us how to prepare for upcoming competitions and learn about our opponents. Well, (laughs) we know God is teaching us and giving us the tools to beat down our most lethal opponent, and that is the devil. Sports teach us how to persevere through the hard losses and hard times throughout a season. In real life, we're all going to go through tough times. God can help us persevere. God can help heal us. And sports ultimately teach us how to exercise and be in good health. And I think we must realize that we need exercise. We need to exercise our physical self, our mental self, and our spiritual self. And so this brings me to the last couple of things, the readings from today. So the readings from today really remind me to be confident in God and to be confident in myself. But first, (laughs) for those of you that know me, you know I love to talk. There's a reason I'm doing this podcast. It's not just because I love to talk, but I have a lot of thoughts in my head and I always want to say them as soon as they're on my mind. My wife always gets on me because I interrupt people. And it's not because I'm trying to be rude. It's just because I have so many thoughts in my head. I need to say them before I forget them. But but the readings today remind me to be confident in myself. And for me, I realized first I needed to just be quiet. I needed to be quiet so that I could listen to my own heart, to my own thoughts, so that I could better know myself and be able to hear God. You know, a lot of times you'll hear people say they heard God tell them to do something. You know, some people will say they actually heard a literal voice, but for most of us, hearing God is not in an actual voice form. It's being quiet. It's listening to what we feel God is telling us in our own hearts and in our own thoughts. And so I needed to be quiet. In the first reading from Acts today, it says, It is not right for us to neglect the word of God to serve at table. And to me, this means that we really need to practice in our relationship with God by diving into Scripture so that we can know God better. God gave us this Bible through the inspiration of the early church fathers. So use it in order to serve God, to get to know God. In the gospel today, Jesus says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. If you have faith in God, have also faith in me. And that goes back to having that attitude of of believing in God and trusting in God. And if you submit to God, wonderful things will happen in your life. So, in this time where we really don't have live sports, as I've been talking about in this podcast, and even when they return, I think maybe today, one of the things you can set as a goal, take some time and practice on your own relationship with God.
Thank you all for coming to the table today. Happy Mother's Day, and God bless all of you. Have a wonderful week.